Well, 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 it's Friday the 30th of November, and Permally Moved suffered a temporary delay. But I'm back now, and since we last spoke, the sun has slid into Sagittarius and is hanging out with Jupiter, who also met the archer on November the 8th. Jupiter's goal is to bring enhancement and success to whatever it touches, the greater benefic. So it's better not to wait until January to sit down and write those resolutions. The time is now. Jupiter is sticking around in the Archer's sign until December 2019, so you might as well get a jump start on making those changes early, especially if you're a fire sign. Jupiter embodies the innate and experienced one techniques of power, and remember, what delights you is non-negotiable in regards to your overall success. You're listening to episode 1830 of 301, Permanently Moved, a personal podcast 301 seconds in length, written, recorded, and edited in one hour by me at the JMO. St Andrew's Day. He's a saint that has always been kind to me. I was baptised in his church, the family parish back on the chalk, and now I live on his square in southwest London. We hear the bells from the bell tower, and he's just always been around. So if you don't know his story, in addition to being the first to follow Jesus, Andrew was a demon hunter. After the ascension, the apostles dispersed to preach in various countries and towns. It was on the road to Nicaea, where one of St Andrew's most famous acts took place. There were seven devils living amongst the tombs by the wayside. At noon they would stone passers-by, and they had killed many people. When Andrew arrived, the whole city came out to meet him with olive branches, crying, Our salvation is in thee, O man of God. And when they had told him about the spirits in the tombs, Andrew said, If you believe in Christ, you shall be freed. They cried, We will. And he thanked God and commanded the demons to appear. The seven beasts came in the form of dogs, and he said to them, These are your enemies, and if you profess your belief, I can drive them out in Jesus' name. We will do so, the people cried out. We believe in Jesus Christ, whom thou preachest is the Son of God. And then Andrew commanded the demons, Go into the dry and barren places, and hurt no man till the last day. They roared and vanished. The apostle baptized the people, and made Callistus the bishop, and set about extending the church. Later, at the gate of Nicomedea, Andrew met a dead man born on a bier, which is a kind of coffin, cart with wheels. The man's body was led by his older father and mother, and they said to Andrew, He was alone in his chamber, and seven dogs rushed on him and killed him. Andrew sighed and said, This is an ambush of the demons that I banished from Nicaea. The death of this child then being his responsibility, Andrew prayed, Let the spirit of this lad return. And the faithful responded, Amen. Andrew bade the lad rise, and so he rose from the dead and all realise great is the God of Andrew. The apostolic romance, The Acts of Andrew, is a rip-roaring book that has several editions. Demons possessing beautiful women in baths, and in the middle section, like a modern Marvel movie, there is a crossover story with John. That includes even more resurrections by Andrew, and as we slide into an alternate take view on The Acts of John, they team up together, and John gives a long speech, and afterwards heals many women in the city. John gives some more long speeches that are quite moralistic, and their content is somewhat removed from the message of the New Testament. But John also raises more people from the dead, but also wags his finger at Andrew, and stresses on the fact that spiritual resurrection is more important than the revival of the body. There's more wild stories of healing the blind and the sick, and the goddess Diana appears to a pregnant woman who is married to a murderer, and says to her that she doesn't deal with trivial prayers, and that she should go to Andrew. Andrew apparently says, the child will be born dead, which is a bit harsh. In the Gnostic Manichaean version of the Acts of Andrew, of which there are only fragments, mainly surviving from detractors that considered it a heresy, 
but there is the general gist that visible things do not proceed from their own nature, but from that man who of his own will has become worse through his seduction. Whilst obscure, it's definitely the kind of thing that would appeal to those who thought of material things and phenomena as evil. His martyrdom is pieced together from several fragments and differing texts, but he is said to have been martyred by crucifixion at the city of Petraeus. Early texts describe Andrew as being bound, not nailed to a Latin cross, look of the kind that Jesus would have been crucified on. Yet tradition has developed that Andrew has been crucified on a cross of the form of the Cruz de Custa, or X-shaped cross, now commonly known as the St. Andrew's cross, supposedly at his own request, as he deemed himself unworthy to be crucified on the same type of cross that Jesus had been. The iconography of the martyrdom of Andrew on the X-shaped cross does not appear to have been standardised until the later Middle Ages. His prayer chaplet has 15 beads, and today is the day that you can begin Advent with his Christmas novena.